0: And that's the Knicks going into Julius Randle's extension. It's going to be a very sensitive topic, folks, because when you look at it, a lot of times in sports, it's what have you done for me lately? Hate to say it, but it's in every sport. Oh, this player's playing like shit. Doesn't mean that he's a bad player, but he's playing like shit. And the Knicks are going to look at Julius Randle's situation come extension time, and they're going to say, wow, this guy was great during the regular season. He led us to the fourth seed and the playoffs, and then the playoffs came, and he went. He was gone faster than the speed of light. Uh, Julius Randle, in my eyes, is a good player. Uh, his contract extension, on the other hand, is going to be a sensitive topic because you have all these Knicks fans that are switching up now, and I'm not going to switch up on Julius Randle because I still feel the same way. Good player. Is he a guy that can be there when it matters the most? And that's the question. We're going to talk about Julius Randle, his contract extension. We're also going to talk about Clint Capella, his comments uh, about the New York Knicks going into Game 5. All this and much more. Stay right here. Yeah, and that's what it is, folks. That's what it is, folks. We're, we're talking about uh, Julius Randle's contract extension. And I think one of the things that you want to look at when you talk about Julius Randle's contra- eh, contract extension excuse me, uh, is going to be, again, where are you when it matters the most? Uh, Julius Randle has been an all-star for the Knicks all season. He was in the MVP conversation. I think we all are well aware of this. And uh, he wasn't going to get it. I think in all eyes it's Jokic that gets it. But a lot of times when people look at the NBA awards, they tend to include the playoffs. But you gotta think about it this way. The playoffs are where it matters the most. The playoffs are where you make your name. The playoffs are where you lead your team to greatness. Is Julius Randle doing that right now? No, he's not. Now, again, he can't do it all by himself. Again, the guy's got you know, the guy's great during the regular season, doesn't have any playoff experience. Is that his fault? Not necessarily. Uh, and here's, here's the thing, too, is that the Knicks, uh, there's still another year on Julius Randle's um, contract. Uh, obviously, a lot of times players try to get their contract extended before it's up uh, because you don't want your contract to be up. And then it's, hey, where are we going? What are we doing? I think that the Knicks right now, they want to extend Julius Randle. But from my honest opinion, I don't think that's an $100 million extension. Uh, other teams are seeing what Randall can bring to the table, but you have to also keep in mind. Well, Randall is a good player. Where is Julius Randall on another team? You put Julius Randall on the Philadelphia 76ers, Is he your prime guy? No. Put Julius Randall on the Nets, and I don't mean to just signal out the Nets because the Nets have the the super team in the NBA at the moment. But if you if we're honestly talking about it here, what what where it where is Julius Randall? on another team is, is another team going to bite if the Knicks say no let's say the Knicks say no right he wants 90 million and the Knicks say no thanks the Knicks are willing to, to give him an extension but it's not what he wants is another team willing to give Julius Randle the same thing maybe a team that's insanely desperate maybe a team like the Cleveland Cavaliers a team that has nobody else no disrespect to the players that play there but a team that doesn't have an unsung hero maybe maybe so but again, is, 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 are the Knicks willing to give that? Because I think what has turned a lot of people off to the Julius Randle sweepstakes, it, I wouldn't even say they're sweepstakes, because if nothing happens, he's still on the Knicks next year. I think Julius Randle, deep down, wants to play on the Knicks. I think he loves New York. And I think a lot of fans want Julius Randle on the Knicks. But what a lot of fans don't like is the way it's looking right now. Now, and, and that's, before we get to Clint Capella's comments, that's where it, uh, a lot of people will sit and they're gonna say, "Well, he led you to the four seed. He led you to the playoffs. Yeah, he did that. But what happened once he got there? Julius Randle took us there. We got there, and now we're already almost on our way out." So the question, the question to to all of us is, "Where are you when it matters the most?" Now we weren't expecting. I think some of us Knicks, and I hate the people that use the 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 pun. Or, or say that the Knicks had, or the Knicks fans had unrealistic expectations. I don't think we had unrealistic expectations because, in all honesty, I wouldn't have been shocked if, pending, well, the way it looks like, um, I wouldn't have been shocked if the Knicks lost to Atlanta. I wouldn't be shocked. But it's how you look in, and again, you never want to say, "Oh well, we lost, but we looked good, so it's okay." That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that the Knicks right now don't look anywhere in this series. Uh you had the game one loss. That was a heartbreaker. The game two law lo- or the game two win, excuse me. That was a good one. Again, that's another one. We were down. How many were we down? I feel like we were trailing, I don't remember exactly game two, how much we were trailing by. Game three and game four came and they went just like that. The Knicks had no business in Atlanta. They were annihilated. More so in game four than three. Now the Knicks have an advantage. They're going back to their homes home crowd. Elimination on this on, on the table. You don't need extra motivation. You don't need a guy like Clint Capella's comments because if you look at it, the Knicks are one game away from being kicked off of the NBA playoff bracket, and not only that, on their own home court. That's all the motivation that you need. I listened to somebody say uh, something earlier about Michael Jordan used to make shit up about uh, opposing players uh, just so he can have extra motivation. If that works, do it. Clint Capella, and we'll get to the Clint Capella thing in a minute, but like you said with the Julius Randle sweepstakes, are the Knicks going to be willing to give this guy the max contract when he was great during the regular season, and there's clearly potential there, but when it matters the most, he he flopped like a fish. And it's not all Randall because most of the team hasn't been around. RJ, first playoff appearance, hasn't really done much. Outside of Derrick Rose and and Alec Burks in that first game, nobody really has stood out on the Knicks. There's been some plays... Uh, Obi Toppin had some plays, but uh, Obi Toppin is Obi Toppin. Um, Alfred Payton has done absolutely nothing. The team is down 3-1, backs against the wall at home, and g- uh, Game 5 must win. I think the Knicks will figure it out in Game 5, but the question is what happens after that. Do they win Game 5 and then go back to Atlanta and get pounced out of the playoffs? Because reality, for the Knicks to win this series, I think we're all well aware they got to win 3 in a row. Not only do they got to win 3 in a row... They have to win at home, which is not an impossible mission. But they have to do what they haven't had a chance to do or haven't done at all, and that's win on the road. They have to win game six. But before you get to game six, you have to focus on game five. We get to Clint Capella's comments. Uh, Julius Randle roughhousing at the end of game four. Not really necessary. But then Clint Capella puts himself and his team on a bulletin board, as Michael Kay would have said. And Clint Capella says that uh, we can play roughhousing too. Yada yada yada. You guys are—I uh, don't know how to exactly incorporate other comments into um, incorporate other comments or, or video and audio into these podcasts yet. Still a rookie in this podcasting thing. Um, we get to what Clint Capella said. He said we could roughhouse too. You know, we smacked you in Atlanta, and we're coming back to your home court to do the same thing and send you on vacation. Why? Why do you say that? Why, why even make yourself, because now, and this is what someone else said. Somebody else said, the NBA fans, what's been going on, you think, it, was, it wasn't even a smart move on that standpoint. Talk about the NBA fans. Does anybody think of that? Did anybody think of how Clint Capella is going to be received by the New York faithful? And let's, let's, let's be honest here. New York City does, takes no shit. Their fan bases take no shit. Our fan base takes no shit. So what do you think happens? And, and I'm not forecasting the future. But do you think Klinkapella, it would put it put it past you for some shit to happen with him because of what he just said? Again, there's nothing wrong for standing up for your players and teammates, but it's just an ignorant comment that's just not necessary. And again, maybe that's me being salty that we're down 3-1. to one, But that should be a, a motivation for the Knicks on top of almost well, being sent home. is should be more than enough motivation, but that should be motivation for the Knicks to say, oh, shit. You're going gonna to come to where and do what? You're coming on our court to do what? That's exactly what that should be. Because let a guy like Kobe Bryant in his prime, Michael Jordan, even LeBron, let him, let him hear something like that. They won't respond to it. They'll respond on the court. They'll have 30 by half and they'll win by 30. How about that? Uh, we heard what Julius Randle said. He was asked multiple times in a row. He said, doesn't care, doesn't care. Don't care what the hell he has to say. We focus on what we have to do fair enough derrick rose same thing said he's been in the league he's 32 years old doesn't care about trash talk hasn't really taken part in it not going to take part now so again both respectable answers i mean in all honesty i don't really know if if the knicks could say much because if you think about it we're down three to one if we talk shit back and then we get bounced or ran over on our own home court then what right then what the Knicks are not focused on anything else except winning. And they shouldn't be. Let Kinkapela try to get in their head. It's going to be a different atmosphere tomorrow night when they come. And uh, I think that it's going to be a Knicks crowd. The the loudest one of the year. Not that the playoffs haven't been loud. Uh, just a few more tips and pointers. Not a super long podcast today. Let's take a look at this. Uh, the Eastern Conference in the NBA playoffs has been dog water. Um... The Wizards were able to squeak out a win yesterday. Doesn't really mean much because they'll probably go back to Philly and get blasted. Um, but cheers to the Wizards for avoiding a sweep. The Miami Heat were not able to do the same. The Bucks completely washed them and, and just rinsed them and used them like they were shampoo and then threw them right down the drain. Done. Miami Heat team had nothing to offer when it came to outside of that first game where they played them tight. This Miami Heat team had absolutely nothing to offer. Nothing. Nothing. What do you want me to say? Do you want me to say what hasn't been said already? Miami Heat team got smacked. The Eastern Conference consists of three teams, and then there's everybody else. That's the way I look at it. Boston, excuse me, not Boston. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Philly. Those are your three. The Western Conference is a little bit deeper because you have more teams, and the Western Conference is obviously a better conference. No disrespect to my Knicks. Milwaukee? philly brooklyn and then there's everybody else then there's everybody else that's just how it is portland and denver that's been a great series i'd love to see i've always rooted for a guy like damian lillard this portland team is fun to watch uh now i I agree if, if jamal murray was in this uh i don't think this would be as much of a series as we thought boston and brooklyn boston was able to get one out that's all it's gonna be probably tonight brooklyn will put the nail in the coffin that's the worst part about being a podcaster and making predictions is that everything you say is written in stone and everyone else can go towards it. Memphis and Utah, you know, I thought that this could have been a really good series. And then Donovan Mitchell came back and uh, is showing you exactly why how valuable he was to Utah. Uh, that should end in five also. An interesting one, though, is uh, Dallas and L.A. I think the tides have turned in this series. Um, I think Dallas played them great in the first two. Clippers got the last two. I think the Clippers are going to come back and win this series. I do see whether uh, it's in six or seven. I think the Clippers are going to win this. Uh, they got the momentum swinging in their is their now, and that's what I think. The Knicks and Hawks, I've already given you my opinion on that. And then you have L.A. and Phoenix. Well, what happens now? Anthony Davis doesn't play tonight. And just like that, the Lakers lost their most valuable piece. And again, not all his fault. Groin injury what do you want to do game 5 is so pivotal they're home and they're in LA they're tied up they're knotted up at 2 you let phoenix get this win they have a chance at home to seal it out and then if not go on the road in a game 7 obviously lebron is not someone you want to face in a game 7 but this lakers team is is again this suns it's not i don't even think it's the lakers team i think this suns team is better than we gave them credit for i gave them a lot of credit i did not give them credit um phoenix wins tonight they'll win the series stephen a said suns in seven that might be right but again it's it's all gonna determine what happens i think the suns have a good chance tonight and uh anthony davis not playing is a shot to the heart for for la in game five because they need him desperately against at least phoenix i can't speak for everybody else so there you have it brooklyn seals it off portland and denver great series LA and Phoenix, my guess is as good as yours. Philly should close the door on Washington in game five. Uh, Memphis and Utah Utah should close it in five. And then Dallas and LA, I think LA comes back and wins the series. That's just what I think. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all for this episode. Uh, we talked about the NBA playoffs, Clint Capella and Julius Randle's extension. Uh, obviously, you're going to want to follow me on Instagram. I'm going to try to link that below. Thank you again, everybody.